Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's an exciting time of the year for sports. Once again, sophomore sensation Lamar Jackson is redefining what it means to be a dual-threat quarterback in the National Football League. Odds on Jackson to win the MVP race were at 50-1 to to begin the season and have plummeted since, making my bookie's prop selection more attractive than ever. And without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on the action, and we have the best place for you to go. My bookie, if you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little and win a lot, Try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. And my bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, right this second, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000 right now, you get an extra grand in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV, that's capital BLV, to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV, capital BLV, to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid, my bookie. Hi, everybody. Today is the 20th day of 2020. It's January 20th, 2020. It's Monday morning, and there's still a lot to be answered after an action-packed weekend. What's next for the notorious Conor McGregor after knocking Donald Cerrone's nose off in Vegas on Saturday night? What's next when it comes to the sign-stealing saga for the Houston Astros? Is 1917 really the greatest movie ever made? That's what somebody actually told me. I don't know about that, but one thing is for sure, the dust has settled on championship weekend in the National Football League. The stage is officially set for Super Bowl LIV in Miami, a first-time ever matchup in Super Bowl history between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. It's Jimmy G versus PM2, going to go head-to-head in South Beach come February 2nd. We're going to talk about how they got there. Big wins yesterday against Tennessee and Green Bay. What are the odds telling us? What's the line? How did San Francisco build a Super Bowl contender in just, a what, two years? I don't know. Let's talk about it on episode 144 presented by Belly Up Sports. Remember, it's the Super Bowl weekend, uh, the Super Bowl season. Shout out to winner, the winner of our Super Bowl 54 ticket sweepstakes at Luis Torres 7. You're getting 50% off your Super Bowl order using TickPick.com. For any other ticket purchases, however, you can use the promo code OSHO10, that's capital O-S-H-O-W-10, for $10 off your next order. And hey, there's more. If you heard of Mecha Nutrition or want to try out Mecha Nutrition, get some protein, get some creatine, some test boosters. Use the promo code OSHO20, that's capital O-S-H-O-W-20, for $20 off using MechaNutritionStore.com. Super Bowl 54 preview, let's go. After 256 regular season games, not to mention 10 playoff games, the Super Bowl 54 matchup is set. And at the end of the NFL's 100th season, it's fitting that the Super Bowl in 2020 is going to feature two of the league's most 
prominent and historically relevant teams. So the 49ers will play the Chiefs in this year's Super Bowl. This marks the first time they've met in the Super Bowl in the Super Bowl history. And to reach this point, San Francisco absolutely pounded the Green Bay Packers and the NFC Championship game a few hours after Kansas City handled uh, business over the Tennessee Titans in the AFC title game. The 49ers, of course, entered the NFL playoffs in 2020 as the number one seed in the NFC. After finishing the regular season in a very dominant fashion, they had 13 wins, three losses. Coach Kyle Shanahan, of course, whose father Mike won Super Bowls 32 and 33 as head coach of the Broncos, is now part of the first father and son duo to each appear in a Super Bowl as a head coach in National Football League history. And as great as San Francisco was throughout the 2019 season, though, it's reaching the Super Bowl. That's what's a surprise, considering they went from 4-12 last season to a division title this year, let alone a conference championship win. And Kansas City's run wasn't much of a surprise. I mean, the Chiefs reached the AFC Championship game for the second consecutive year after losing a heartfelt game last year to the New England Patriots at home. They win this year, and for the first time, they had done that in franchise history. They're finally back in the Super Bowl for the first time in exactly five decades, 50 years, the big 5-0. They're in Super Bowl LIV 54, and... uh, The teams that were the favorites to win their respective conference championship games took care of business on Sunday, like I mentioned, to advance to the Super Bowl. And the last time the 49ers met the Chiefs was in week three of the 2018 season. That's uh, San Francisco's uh, quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo suffered a season-ending ACL tear in the fourth quarter of that game, I believe, which uh, in in part led to, uh, I, I would say, the 49ers falling to a 4-12 and season after Garoppolo the year before having a dominating end of the year after getting traded from New England to San Francisco. Uh, and, uh, of course, the 49ers fall uh, 4-12 and after that ACL injury that earned them the number two pick in the 2019 NFL Draft. And it was a blessing in disguise, obviously, because with that selection, San Francisco added defensive end Nick Boza, who immediately contributed with a season that earned him uh, the Sporting News Rookie of the Year Award for 2019. So Boza is now part of a dominant defense that just allowed 281.8 yards per game in the regular season, which is second best. It's not first, but it is second best in the NFL in 2019. And over the next couple of weeks, as Super Bowl 54 approaches in Miami, much will be made up of the matchup uh, that defense and quarterback uh, Patrick Mahomes, the reigning NFL MVP, of course, with his three touchdown passes against the Tennessee Titans in the AFC Championship game at home. Mahomes tied Pro Football Hall of Famer, the one and only Kurt Warner, for the most touchdown passes through a player's first four career playoff games in NFL history with 11. He did that a week after becoming the first player with at least 300 passing yards, five touchdown passes, and 50 rushing yards in a single postseason game in NFL history. That, of course, coming against the Houston, Texas, that absolutely blew it against the Chiefs on the road last week in the divisional round. So we're in it for a good fight uh, come Miami in two weeks. And, of course, the Super Bowl in 2020, the game that's going to crown the uh, NFL champion for the 2019 season is going to be on Sunday, February 2nd. It's at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. 
The official kickoff time is going to be determined at a later date, but of course in the ballpark of like 6, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. That's usually been the traditional start time for the Super Bowl. And every Super Bowl since 2003 has taken place during the first week of February. I think it was from 1967 all the way to 2003. All but one Super Bowl took place in January. And the Super Bowl in 2020 is going to mark the second time a Super Bowl has been played on February 2nd. On the same date six years ago, the Seahawks absolutely pummeled and annihilated Peyton Manning and the Denver Broncos. In New York, well, not really New Jersey, East Rutherford, New Jersey, at MetLife Stadium to win Super Bowl 48. That was the first Seahawks uh, championship in their franchise history. And the stadium, home to both the Miami Dolphins and the Miami Hurricanes now, was selected as the host venue for Super Bowl 54 in 2020, in part because of its, of course, warm location, but also because of recent renovations. The NFL made South Florida the host of Super Bowl 54 back in 2016 when Miami competed against uh, the Falcons, the Saints, the Buccaneers, and the Rams to secure the big game when a Hard Rock uh, Stadium renovation project was complete. And of course, the NFL, as well as any other uh, organization and league for that matter, whichever sport it is, is going to be looking for brand new stadiums to put their biggest game of the year in. I mean, last year, of course, it was in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Beautiful stadium, by the way, if you ever get a chance to see it. I think that... In, I don't know if it outdoes AT&T Stadium, but it's very, fairly close, Mercedes-Benz Superdome in downtown Atlanta. So a renovated Hard Rock Stadium in Miami this year. They'll be in Tampa Bay, Florida next year for Super Bowl 55. So that one will be interesting, back-to-back years in Florida. Uh, and I was asking what the line was going to be for this game at the start of the show. And, of course, the, uh, the odds and the line and the spread have the 49ers up by just a tad. Uh, the opening spread has the Chiefs as the one-and-a-half favorite, actually. And because the 49ers had no problem with the Packers in the NFC Championship game, opening odds for Super Bowl 54 were actually posted during the second half of the game in San Francisco. Uh, the Chiefs opening as slight favorites just because the 49ers, um, Kansas City, I guess, entered championship weekend as the favorite among the four teams that were still alive. And the 49ers, of course, this is uh, uh, they're going to be their seventh Super Bowl, I believe. They've appeared in six. They've won five. And then uh, uh, they won in 81 against the Bengals, 84 against the Dolphins. Uh, I think they beat the Bengals twice. They beat them in 88 and then uh, 89, the Broncos, 94, the Chargers. And then, of course, they made it to the Super Bowl during the 2012 season against the Ravens. Remember Harbaugh versus Harbaugh? Lights went out. They lost that one 34-31. And then, of course, San Francisco has had many, many chances to increase its number of Super Bowl appearances. The 49ers have uh, lost in the NFC Championship game nine times in their history. The Chiefs have just appeared in two Super Bowls and have come away with just one. Again, their first one in over 50 years, or exactly 50 years. Uh, Their only two Super Bowl appearances were back in 1966 against the Packers. And then, of course, 1969 against the Vikings, where they won that one 23-7, their only Super Bowl win in history. Head coach, of course, Hank Strom. And Kansas City has had other chances to increase its number of Super Bowl appearances as well. The Chiefs have lost in the AFC Championship game twice, including last year, like we talked about, to Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. And how awesome was it to see Andy Reid hold up that AFC uh, Championship trophy? I mean, Andy Reid sat inside a small dorm room on the campus of Missouri Western State about six months ago when training camp started and lamented for a moment about how close 
the Chiefs came to a Super Bowl last season when they lost that game to the Patriots in overtime. And uh, the coach famously known as Big Red in Kansas City was at the epicenter of a big party. And after guiding his team through a ton of injuries this season, I mean, it wasn't easy. Uh, And a scary knee injury to Patrick Mahomes halfway through the year looked like his season was done. Reed pushed the Chiefs across the finish line finally this year, at least as far as the AFC goes. I mean, they rallied from an early 10-point hole against the Titans yesterday for a 35-24 win in the AFC title game. And again, it's their first trip in over five decades. And this is what he said at the end of the game uh, yesterday. He said, driving us through training camp and into the season when you have great expectations like this, uh, like this team has to be sitting here today. That's a challenge. A lot of things have to happen. Guys have been able to check their egos at the door. That's always a good thing. There are ups and downs, not getting down on each other. I'm proud of the guys for doing all of that. Now, Andy Reid is headed back to the big dance for the first time since, I think it was 2004, when the Eagles played the Patriots, when uh, Donovan McNabb was still around. Um, They lost that game to the Pats, of course. They beat the Pats years later. That was with Doug Peterson and Nick Foles, famously. Sorry, Carson Wentz. Only uh, uh, his good friend Dick Vermeil went longer between trips to the Super Bowl. Uh, Andy Reid, that is. And he, and he had this to say about him at the end of the game yesterday. He said he's no doubt a pro football Hall of Famer, and he's going to his second Super Bowl and hopefully going to get a victory. And that's what Clark Hunt said, excuse me. That's what uh, Chiefs owner Clark Hunt said. And he said that his, uh, as a family, we're excited about him getting a chance to get that victory. And Reed made it with a steady hand, creative play calling, unwavering confidence, and I don't know what's more impressive, that Andy Reid was able to get to the Super Bowl, the amount of injuries that he had to go through this year from his team offensively, or the fact that he didn't have to use any timeouts in the second half. He went to Super Bowl 54 with three timeouts. Congratulations, Andy Reid. Going back to the big dance. Now, I want to talk about how the Chiefs got there in full detail. I also want to get to how the 49ers built a Super Bowl team in less than three years, uh, starting from scratch, acquiring Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, a couple of big NFL draft picks. We talked about Nick Boza. Let's get into how the 49ers were able to go from worst to first. But first, a quick word from TickPick. So how the hell did the San Francisco 49ers build a Super Bowl team in three years from winning Jimmy Garoppolo trade to acing NFL drafts? I mean, the 49ers were coming off a 2-14 season when they hired both general manager John Lynch and uh, head coach Kyle Shanahan back in 2017. Three years later, they continued to build on a 13-3 season by advancing to play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl in Miami. I mean, San Fran can't be called an overnight rebuild success by any stretch of the imagination, as the the team didn't even make the playoffs in either of the first two seasons with Lynch or Shanahan. But then, of course, they knocked off Minnesota and Green Bay with only Kansas City, the Chiefs, standing in the way of an NFL championship. And that was the product of their methodical, personal, 
I guess, overhaul, you could say. I mean, Lynch, he's a nine-time Pro Bowl safety who won Super Bowl 37 with John Gruden in the Buccaneers, followed by the familiar footprint of matching an offensive-minded coach with an elite defense on every level. And from free agency in the NFL draft in 2017 through the route of the Packers on Sunday, uh, the, the, here's a quick look back on the, the, the key, I would say, 15, 10 to 15 moves that the, the 49ers made on the brink of their franchise's Super Bowl appearance this year, of course. They traded for Jimmy G. Garoppolo has lived up to being the team's franchise quarterback, fully worth giving up a second-round draft pick for him at the, uh, the, the 2017 October uh, trade deadline, and then they signed him to a five-year, $137 million deal. And then including the playoffs, Garoppolo is now 21-5 and as the 49ers starter, recovering well, of course, from his uh, uh, torn ACL from last December. And he had a stellar, super-efficient season, spreading the ball around in a balanced, explosive offense. And don't confuse Garoppolo as the quote-unquote t- uh, caretaker for San Francisco's strengths with the running game and defense. He's been an all-out playmaker, proven by his uh, 102 rating and, what was it, eight and a half yards per attempt. I mean, it's easy to forget Lynch almost aggressively went after Kirk Cousins to become Kyle Shanahan's quarterback. Landing Jimmy G instead has exceeded expectations. And then, of course, he signed the veteran, the crafty corner in Richard Sherman. I mean, the 49ers Super Bowl caliber defense wouldn't have been possible without the former Seahawk coming in to lead uh, uh, that, that secondary. I mean, Sherman was released by the Seahawks in March of 2018 after a season cut short by, of course, that ruptured Achilles. And he believed that he could be an elite corner and wanted to play for a potential contender. And Lynch, of course, believed in Sherman enough to give him a three-year deal with $39 million. And at age 31, when most corners fade as coverage assets, Richard Sherman had one of his best shutdown-style seasons of his career. I mean, he intercepted both Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. He's raised the, the play of the team's younger defensive backs. The 49ers absolutely stole a key, me- uh, key member, you could say, of their arch-rivals, their nemesis, the Seattle Seahawks. And you can bet it feels just as good for Richard Sherman getting uh, to his third Super Bowl with them. And then, of course, you have to look at the draft last year. They draft defensive end Nick Boza, uh, 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 Debu Samuel, uh, Drew uh, Greenlaw, of course, the linebacker. Uh, uh, I mean, consider this draft, the 2019 NFL draft, uh, the finishing touch on Lynch's paint-by-numbers masterpiece. I mean, thanks to the rival Cardinals locking in on Kyler Murray this year, the 49ers were fortunate to land the elite, the elite edge pass rushing talent of Nick Boza at number two. And he will be the runaway defensive rookie of the year for making a ton of big plays, adding plenty of energy to the entire defense. And of course, putting on a strong line rotation over the top. I mean, Samuel, with his quickness, toughness, and speed, he emerged as the 49ers go to wide out in the second half. I mean, Greenlaw, of course, keeps improving on the secondary level as well. And Wyshkowski, Mitch Wyshnowski, has proven to be a solid punter, but just as important as a kickoff man for one of the NFL's best special teams units. And then, of course, the 49ers also signed Tevin Coleman. They re-signed Raheem Mostard. Because Lynch's first big addition at the position was former Viking Jarek McKinnon. But his major knee injury quickly derailed that promise. So adding Tevin Coleman and extending Mostert for three years 
both in, uh, I think it was March this year during free agency, they ended up being the right and necessary moves for San Francisco's backfield. And of course, Tevin Coleman was a natural target for a post-Falcons reunion with Shanahan because, of course, his explosive work as a runner and receiver is off the charts. I mean, Monster brought in for, he was brought in for his speed by uh, Chip Kelly and maintained his spot on the team despite some injuries. Uh, I mean, because he was a core special teamer, he had flashed before uh, a busy runner when needed. And then, of course, that happened again when Monster exploded for 220 yards, four touchdowns, 29 carries. And then uh, that's when Coleman uh, exited the NFC Championship game with a shoulder injury last night. And Coleman, of course, what, 6'1", 210, Mostert 5'11", probably like a buck 80. Uh, interchangeable big backs, ideal for the 49ers zone blocking scheme, also equipped with good receiving skills. They now become more dangerous than the dynamic duo Shanahan had in Atlanta and Coleman and uh, Devontae Freeman. Uh, they also drafted George Kittle, DJ Jones, they signed Matt Breda, uh, Kendrick Bourne. I mean, the 49ers' first draft with Lynch in 2017 was all about day three, starting with stealing Kittle out of Iowa in the fifth round to become a dominant blocking and receiving force. I mean, and then there's Jones before landing on injured reserve was thriving as the team's run-stuffing nose tackle. Breda, of course, before ceding his work to Mostert and Coleman, served as a good undrafted bridge running back for Shannon. Uh, or uh, Shanahan without McKinnon. And then Bourne has kept sticking with the team as an underrated performer in three receiver sets with a knack for scoring in the red zone. And then, of course, they trade. Uh, uh, they traded for the number two overall pick to the Bears. I think the biggest thing about that move was avoiding Mitch Trubisky on day one of the, the the draft that year in 2017. I mean, San Fran's eventual number three overall pick, uh, I think, it was Solomon Thomas. He's been disappointing now, demoted to rotational work, but because of the trade. The 49ers were able to land uh, Fred Warner out of BYU in the 2018 draft. Uh, and then they signed Quan Alexander. They traded for D. Ford. I mean, the 49ers gambling big on Alexander in 2019 free agency, despite the fact that his time with the Buccaneers ended with the torn ACL last year in October. I mean, you, you could see uh, him being the well-rounded playmaker that he was in early, uh, early uh, in his early career with Tampa, much like his Bucks had uh, uh, Derek Brooks, and the result was a, a four-year, fifty-four million dollar contract with half of it guaranteed. And don't forget about the veteran presence of Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, the 49ers had a midseason crisis at wide receiver uh, with Dante Pettis not coming through on his promise and Samuel still coming into his own. I mean, enter Emmanuel Sanders here, who was acquired from the Broncos in uh, October. The, the, the 32-year-old, was he, a two-time Pro Bowler? He's lost a few steps from his uh, speedy two-time Super Bowl self, but... He has great versatile fit in Shanahan's offense. I mean, he only had two big games, I think, against the Cardinals and the Saints, but he was stabilizing force for an inexperienced group once Goodwin landed on the injured reserve. You can bet Emmanuel Sanders' Super Bowl experience losing and winning with the Broncos will come into play against the Chiefs, though, a team against which he produced well during his AFC West days with the Denver Broncos. So... That I mean, the 49ers, the last three seasons, great, great, great picks in the NFL draft. Everything kind of went according to plan after they got Jimmy G. So mad props to John Lynch as well as Kyle Shanahan going to the big dance. Again, the first 
uh, father-son duo with his father, of course, Mike Shanahan, going to two Super Bowls of his own. So let's take a look at how the Chiefs, where we talked a little bit of how the Chiefs were able to get to Super Bowl 54 with a big win over the Tennessee Titans today, the red-hot Tennessee Titans, you could say, had, had themselves an exceptional postseason. They have nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, Mike Vrabel, of course, leading that squad. Derrick Henry, an absolute monster, a machine for Tennessee this postseason. Big win over Tom Brady, seemingly ending the 20-year romance between Brady and Belichick, possibly. Another big win against Lamar Jackson, whose stock plummeted again. Remember, mybookie.com. But you got to give mad props to the Tennessee Titans this season. They fall a tough one. They were up 17-7 to at one point in the second quarter. Things were looking their way. But, of course, just like the week before with the Houston Texans, up 24 nothing, you can't sleep on Patrick Mahomes. I mean, come on. Postseason records, postseason numbers. I'm 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 re- very excited to see what he does in Super Bowl 54 in Miami in warm weather. I mean, he's been dealing with the cold Kansas City weather out in Missouri at Arrowhead Stadium. It's not an easy place to play for any uh, opponent, I guess. But of course, when the crowd's on your side, I guess you got that advantage. But Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely sensational after these past two weekends. Very excited to see him go toe-to-toe with Jimmy G and the San Francisco 49ers. Let's see how the Chiefs got to Super Bowl 54 in 2019. But first, another quick word. This one from Mecca Nutrition. Do you find yourself constantly working on your physique only to find no real results? Or are you officially fed up with your lack of progress in weight loss and weight gain programs? Then do I have a solution for you. Mecca Nutrition, build a better you. Choose from a variety of products including protein, carbohydrates, creatine, pre-workouts, vitamins, and more. Why choose Mecca Nutrition? Mecca Nutrition is a family-owned and operated sports nutrition store located in the heart of Bakersfield, California. Mecca's goal is to provide you, the customer, with the best customer service, nationally recognized products that you know are tried and true, and most of all, they have the best prices around. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to contact Mecca Nutrition via social media on Facebook and Instagram at Mecca Nutrition. You can email them or you can call the shop as well at 661-695-9061. Again, that's 661-695-9061. I've been using Mecca Nutrition products for over a year and a half now, and for someone with an extremely high metabolism, I can tell you that these products work. I gained nearly 25 pounds of muscle after using Mecca's select products in the protein and carb aisle with products such as Redcon 1 meal replacement protein and carbs, as well as Neil's hookups. So feel free to call the shop or email Mecca's general manager at Neil or Neil at MeccaNutritionStore.com. Rumor has it, if you mention Mecca Nutrition, you may come away with an added discount as well, but you didn't hear it from me. So go check it out if you want to transform your body and get into the best shape possible right now. Mecca Nutrition, build a better you. So the last time that the Kansas City Chiefs played in the Super Bowl was all the way back. You got to go all the way back 50 years ago, 1970. I mean, Andy Reid was 11 years old at the time. Patrick Mahomes was 25 years away from actually being born. And the Chiefs will finally return to the Super Bowl 50 years later after beating 
the Minnesota Vikings uh, uh, for their, I think that was their only NFL champ. It was their only NFL championship. This time they're going to be coached by Andy Reid and uh, quarterbacked by Patrick Mahomes after beating the Tennessee Titans on Sunday, like we mentioned, 35-24, hard-fought win. And at the end, Clark Hunt, the Chiefs chairman and owner, hoisted the Lamar Hunt Trophy. Uh, remember last year when uh, Bill Belichick won it for about the ninth time, he kind of uh, looked at it for about a split second before he handed it off to the rest of his coaching staff. Didn't mean squat to him. This, me- this meant everything to Clark Hunt. I mean, uh, the trophy is named for his late father who founded the Chiefs. And the Chiefs Super Bowl championship in 1970 came when they were members of the old AFL which was, a, I think that was its final season in 1970. So this is the Chiefs' first AFC championship, and thus the first time they've won the trophy bearing their founder's name. And most of the time since their last Super Bowl appearance, the Chiefs often seemed without a coherent plan. I mean, they, they were that team uh, for a long time that I even forgot was in the National Football League because they were never contending. I mean, that, I guess you could say that was the same for the Astros for many years in the MLB. Now nobody can stop talking about the Astros, but regardless, in the six seasons from the 2007 season through the 2012 season, the year before Andy Reid took over and got hired by the Chiefs, the Chiefs actually lost 14 games in a season twice and 12 games twice. So uh, the journey is obviously a big part of it. That's what Hunt had to say. He said that they're going to celebrate last night and it's going to be tremendous. But it wouldn't be what it is without the hardship, without all the hard work that went into getting us here. Uh, he said, yeah, 50 years is too long, but we're going to Miami and we've got a chance to win the Super Bowl. And he also added, nobody remembers who went to the Super Bowl. Everybody remembers who wins the Super Bowl. So you got to love that out of the Chiefs owner. And Patrick Mahomes was, as usual, the key figure for the Chiefs. He completed 23 of 35 passes for 294 yards. Three more touchdowns to add to that stat total. I mean... His running was a big A factor. Mahomes led the Chiefs with 53 rushing yards on eight carries. He also scored a 27-yard touchdown that gave the Chiefs their first lead at 21-17 late in the first half. I mean, that was a very crafty play. He made that look very easy. And the Chiefs, of course, traded up to draft Mahomes in the first round in 2017. He became the starter uh, last season and took the Chiefs to their first AFC Championship game in 25 years last season. I mean, he said playing at Texas Tech, uh, it put up a lot of stats, but he uh, 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 didn't win a lot of football games at Texas Tech. He said, I knew going into the NFL, I was going to do whatever it took just to win games. And Mahomes and the Chiefs put Reed in the second Super Bowl of his career, like I talked about earlier. He coached the Philadelphia Eagles to the Super Bowl and Donovan McNabb after the 2004 season. Of course, they lost to Tom Brady and the Patriots, those damn Patriots. But the Chiefs made the playoffs in six of their seven seasons under Andy Reid, but were 1-4 in the first four postseason appearances. He says it takes an army, uh, of course, deflecting credit for the Chiefs' success this postseason. It's not a one-guy game at all. And then, of course, we talked about the craftiness of the Tennessee Titans and Mike Vrabel. I mean, the Titans jumped to double-digit leads twice in the first half. But, of course, after taking that 17-7 lead in the first half, they didn't score again until just about more than four minutes left in the game. And the Chiefs held the Titans running back Derrick Henry just, just 69 yards. And he had 188 yards and two touchdowns against the Chiefs in Week 10. Uh, um, uh, yeah, Week 10, I think, when they beat them. And they opened a 35-17 lead early in the fourth quarter, of course, speaking of the Chiefs. And at that point, 
the wait to collect the Lamar Hunt trophy seemed to take forever. I mean, I, it, it felt like the last quarter took about three hours. And, of course, it's going to be all worth it in the end for the Chiefs to see Clark hold that trophy up with his father's name on it. So congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the Chiefs and the 49ers in the big dance, the ship, Super Bowl LIV, Super Bowl 54 in Miami, Florida, February 2nd on Fox. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are going to have the call. That's what makes it so fun. So that, again, of course, is February 2nd, 2020. That's all I got for Super Bowl 54, Super Bowl LIV preview presented by Belly Up Sports. Remember to use the promo code OSHOW10, that's capital O-S-H-O-W-10, for $10 off using TickPick.com. You should have used TickPick. And remember, if you're into banging weights, eating steaks, and sleeping H, use the promo code OSHOW20, that's capital O-S-H-O-W-20, for $20 off your next order at MeccaNutritionStore.com. Hit it, Hootie. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.